You are listening to the Less Drama, More Mama podcast, episode 229, Something to Look Forward to. This is Less Drama, More Mama, the podcast for moms who want to feel calm, in control, and confident about how to handle anything life throws their way. If you're ready to go from feeling frazzled and disrespected to feeling calm and connected, this is the podcast for you. I'm your host, Pam Howard. Hi, Mama. Welcome to this year's last episode. I hope you're having an amazing holiday season. I was thinking about how this time of year is always filled with so many family gatherings and trips and celebrations. And after it's all over, it can sometimes feel like a huge letdown because everyone goes back home, back to school, back to work. Tony Robbins says, always have something to look forward to. And I happen to agree. I think it's part of self-care to always have something to look forward to. And it keeps us focused on the future and what we're creating instead of being focused on the past. Sometimes the anticipation of an experience is just as fun as the experience itself. Like when you know you're going on a trip or someone's coming to visit you, the preparation for it can build a lot of excitement. So I want to help you think of some things you can look forward to on a daily and weekly basis, and then on a longer-term basis too. To start off, take a pen and paper and write down your answers to the following questions, or just make a list of your answers in your notes app on your phone. What do you love to do? What experiences would you like to try? Who do you love spending time with? Where do you like to go? Where do you want to go that you've never been? What simple pleasures lift your mood? What are some short-term and long-term goals of yours? Those are just a few questions to get your wheels turning because every answer you come up with can be something you plan ahead of time to look forward to. I'll tell you about some of the things I look forward to and maybe spark some ideas for you. I also want to talk about planning ahead and why that's so important. I look forward to so many things. From the moment I wake up, I look forward to my cup of coffee and to seeing my kids off to school. Now that Marissa's old enough to drive, she often takes my car to school. So even though I could sleep in, I choose to wake up and spend the first hour of my day with my kids and making sure that they have everything they need to get out the door on time. Then I look forward to listening to music or a podcast and journaling a bit. That really puts me in a good frame of mind to start the day. You might look forward to meditating, praying, or exercising in the morning. And if you don't have any kind of morning ritual or routine that sets the tone for your day, I highly recommend choosing one thing. It can be really small that you look forward to first thing in the morning. Then there's the rest of the day. Recently, Dahlia, who's 13, was complaining to me about going to school. I asked her to think of one thing she could look forward to during the day, and she said, art class. It was great, and her complaining stopped immediately. Now, we don't have to look forward to every part of our day because that's unrealistic. There are going to be plenty of things we don't look forward to and won't want to do. Just having one thing to look forward to during the day can be enough to make those other parts more bearable. You can also tie an activity you look forward to with a more mundane task, like listening to a podcast while exercising 
or watching TV while folding laundry. Recently, I started taking an adult hip-hop class on Thursday nights, and I love it. It doesn't even start until 9 p.m., and I'm exhausted, but I look forward to it so much, I don't even care that I'm yawning through most of the class. One of my good friends and former clients looks forward to listening to my podcast while taking a bubble bath each week. I've had clients tell me they look forward to our coaching calls and that it's their favorite day of the week. I know I've felt that way about my coaches and with accountability groups too. For longer term ideas, there's obviously trips and vacations, but there's also social events, getting together with friends and family, and setting short and long-term goals. The achievement of your goals can be something to look forward to. Let's say you have a goal to lift weights three days a week and build more muscle in your arms and shoulders. You might not initially look forward to doing that every day, but you can look forward to wearing that cute sleeveless dress you bought on sale and showing off your sculpted shoulders. You can look forward to being able to pick up your toddler and carry him around with greater ease. And what tends to happen when we're focused on looking forward to the end result and we start seeing progress, we actually start looking forward to the process itself so that we do look forward to lifting weights. Even though it may be hard, we start to look forward to it because we see the results and we like the new version of ourselves. Two things I want to make sure to mention. I recommend you plan these things ahead by at least 24 hours for two reasons. First, when you plan ahead using your prefrontal cortex, the part of the brain responsible for higher level thinking, you make decisions that are more likely to be in your best interest versus reacting impulsively in the moment for immediate gratification and short-term gain. The second reason to plan at least 24 hours in advance is to give yourself the time to look forward to what you've planned and create that anticipation and excitement around it. Be careful not to plan too many activities around consuming because these tend to be ways to cope with or avoid negative emotions. For example, notice whether and how often you look forward to consuming food or alcohol or material things or even social media. Looking forward to those things on occasion isn't necessarily a problem, but if they're the only things you look forward to or you're experiencing negative consequences, you might want to think about other things you can look forward to that are less about consumption and more about creation or contribution. Every year, I look forward to working at experience camps, the grief camp for kids that I've talked about before. It's an intense week, physically, mentally, and emotionally, but it's worth it to know that I'm contributing to an amazing cause and helping to improve other people's lives. While a lot of these examples have been about doing things that are pleasurable, you can also choose to plan things to look forward to that might not feel as pleasurable. For example, I recently led an in-person workshop for a local organization's professional development day. I was nervous leading up to the event, but I was also really excited about doing something that pushed me out of my comfort zone. The workshop was so successful that now I'm looking forward to my next chance to speak in public. Finally, I'm looking forward to continuing this podcast in 2023 and working with more of you, whether privately or in a group, and I'm looking forward to hearing about all the amazing ways you show up and live your best life. What will you look forward to in the new year? 
leave me a comment and let me know on today's show notes at lessdramamoremama.com forward slash 229. Have a wonderful and safe holiday, and I will talk to you again in 2023. Bye-bye. If you enjoy listening to this podcast and you're ready to feel calmer, more confident, and more at peace in your family and life, I invite you to sign up for a free consultation with me to learn about how my coaching can help you achieve the exact life you want. You'll take the concepts and tools I share in the podcast and apply them to your own life. And as your coach, I'll be there to support you every step of the way. Go to lessdramamoremama.com forward slash mini and sign up now.